Now that sounds familiar. <laughs> it ain't even Halloween, Mike. I know. Shaking hands is a thing of the past due to social distancing. <laughs> this is this is this is the Twilight Zone, ain't it? It is kind of weird, isn't it? I mean, this year the Beach Boys had their biggest concert season ever in our career, and then it all come to a screeching halt. Yeah, boy, timing is everything. Uh, yeah. Ladies and Doberman here on Outlaw Radio with little old Magic Matt. Baldwin Hills, Cali boy, moved up to View Park, graduating Dorsey High at 59, eldest of six. Now, is that is that true? Because sometimes these facts aren't always facts. Are you no, the... so far you got it right. All right. <laughs> do you rec- the great Mike Love of the Beach Boys, do you recall the first time you were compensated for filling a gas tank? Well, I did work for Standard Stations for for a while, yeah. uh, along with uh, Love Sheet Metal. I was a sheet metal apprentice, but you know what? That was your dad. I, I, I like to make put a little spin on it. I like to say I was in the oil business in the distribution <laughs> end. <laughs> Nicely done. Do you recall that yeah. first customer? Do you, do you remember the first customer? You know, I don't remember the first customer, but I do remember that I won all the tire sales things. Now, Mrs. Jones, you don't want your husband wouldn't want you riding on those tires there. They got little cracks in them, and so I, I sold a lot of of of, of uh, tires. Well, tire sales. You old, you old flimflam man. <laughs> you. Yeah. Well, not exactly, <laughs> but. Anyway, it was. I had a good time doing that. Believe it or not, I mean, I, I often said that. One day you'll be looking up at me through a windshield as I'm washing it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that is Mike Love. Legendary Mike Love of the Beach Boys with a brand new song. Getting together and singing with your cousins, the Wilsons, in Hawthorne, Cali. Right down the street from where little old Magic Matt emanates here in the San Fernando Valley. And uh, if, if you could, would you, would you do it all over again, Mike Love? Yeah, but I would figure out a way to keep drugs out of the picture. Yeah. That was the only big bummer in the whole thing, you know. And uh, you know, so that that, that it, it causes a schism or a division in the group. You know, there are those who did and those who didn't do participate in that kind of stuff. But you know, so but but history is history, and it, it's it's got a lot of positivity and uh, along with some negativity, but. I think the positives outweigh the negatives because the Beach Boys <clears throat> music is still loved in so many parts of the world by so many millions of people. So there's a lot to be grateful for. You still playing the saxophone? You, you ever pick up that thing? Ever now and then, but we have a wonderful sax player in our group, and he's he's way better than I'll ever be. So I leave it to I delegate. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you had a lot to do with the arrangements in the band, and you were given uh, sort of a high five and accolades from Carl Wilson. He said that uh, you you brought out the funkier approaches, the shoe bop, boo bop. Uh, banana fana thing and it made a big difference. He gave you great kudos. I went to Dorsey High School, and a lot of the African-American kids on the track team, which I ran track, cross-country, and they would be into the blues. They'd be doing Jimmy Reed and whatever they'd be doing, and, and I really picked up on that. And, and there was doo-wop, which is a big deal for us. We loved it because of the harmonies. 
you know, we loved our Everly brothers and 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 uh, the four freshmen, which gave us the very refined harmonies. But we would often attach it to something that a, a Chuck Berry would have, yeah. you know, that kind of beat that he would come up with, and or the R and B kind of thing. So it was a blend. It was a true blend of American music. Yeah, the great Chuck Berry, rest his soul. How did that hit you, huh? Oh, my gosh. But, you know, we just lost uh, little Richard just a, a few days ago. Oh, right? I know. I know. All the, when, all... His music, when his music came on the radio, it was like a bomb went off. Yep. <laughs> yeah, all the uh, all the lions are leaving the cave, man. I'm glad you're still around. <laughs> I, I truly am from the bottom of my bottom and the, <clears throat> the bottom of my heart, the great Mike Love. You are uh, you're credited with naming pet sounds, arguably... One of the most yeah. musically influential albums of all time. I mean, this was the album. And how'd you come up with the name of this thing? At the end of the album, there was a, a sound of a dog barking at a train going by. I said, well, it's a dog barking. How about that sounds? You know, was that, that had a double meaning, I have to admit. Yeah. <laughs> what, do, you, do you think the drugs influenced that title? No, no, no drugs involved in that one. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. No, but uh, there are some beautiful songs on there. God only knows, oh. uh, Sloop John B. Wouldn't it be nice? We do those every night in concert. It's a masterpiece. The album is a master. When did you learn that John and Paul felt this album was genius? Uh, Bruce Johnson, who took Brian's place in the road in, in 1965. He, he took the acetate of the album before it was even produced or distributed, and he went to London, and, and Keith Moon of The Who introduced him to John and Paul, and he played the album twice through for, for those guys, and then they got busy on, on their Sgt. Pepper's album. Right, and uh, man, you can hear some influence there. I mean, did they, ever, uh, yeah. did they ever lay claim to that? I mean, they must have. No, I don't know. Paul McCartney's been nothing but generous in his praise yeah. of Pet Sounds, and God only knows specifically. And so, you know, he, uh, I, I spent some pretty quality time with he and his bandmates in India at Maharishi's place in, yeah. in the spring of 1968. In fact, George Harrison and I both had our birthdays uh, in, in 1968 in, in India. It was fascinating. A lot of meditation, a lot of lectures by Maharishi, and tons of music. In fact... Uh, Paul McCartney played back in the USSR to me before it was complete and before it was recorded. He played it on his acoustic guitar at the breakfast table in, in Rishikesh, which is a place where the Ganges River comes out of the Himalayas. It's a very beautiful spot. Gotta be, yeah. Now, any truth to the rumor that you helped with the lyrics of back in the USSR? I just gave him the idea of doing all the girls around Russia, ah! George on and mine, and you know all that kind of stuff. Ukraine girls, all that. Now you, okay? Did you resist the, the sort of the new sound of the group? Did you resist that? No, 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 no. That, that's 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 a crock characterization to say. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, no, I think good vibrations. I wrote the lyrics on the way to the studio. My cousin Brian did it you know, several different locations and it took him several months to come up with the final track which which was to be the single and I wrote wrote the uh, the verse on the way to the studio and dictated them to my then ex my now ex wife. Yeah. Uh, and uh you know, they love the words, you know, Carl did a beautiful job singing the the verses and I did the chorus, I'm picking up good vibrations. Yeah. So it was a, a Quite the collaboration. It went to number one, and we were 
voted the number one group in Great Britain. Number two was the Beatles. So that was a pretty incredible time period. Did you did you have did you have any notion that this was the brilliance that it's turned out to be? That song specifically. It was, it was certainly unique. There was it was unlike anything else we ever you know, had recorded, yeah. or anybody had recorded, for that matter. It was our psychedelic anthem, I think. And it's because of the times, you know, 1966, it was like flower power and, yeah. and love and all that kind of stuff. And so uh, that was our, our contribution to it. Yeah, right before the big flu in 69, uh, and boy, there was no lockdown there. I mean, uh, there, there were a lot of hippies and uh, a lot of fun and no lockdown and... Uh, I don't know. I you know. I I don't want to get into this too heavily, but man, it just seems like a little overreaction, don't you, Mike Love? Oh, totally. And that's what my, you know, I was thinking of when when they started handcuffing surfers oh, going yeah. surfing. I think there's nothing more socially distant than surfing. No kidding. And it's healthy being out in the sun. Yes. In the salt water. And so I just thought it was just just getting ridiculous. Yeah. And so. This too shall pass is the name of the song. I know. Up with and, it's perfection. Know. It's perfection. Yeah, yeah it capsulizes well, where we are in America today. It's perfection. Um, you, uh, I was real happy about this in uh, 1988. I was doing an afternoon show at Z100 in New York City, and I had the pleasure of playing the number one song by Use Guys, Kokomo. Oh yeah. And it, 1988. Yes. Co-written by a buddy of mine, Scott McKenzie, who uh, we would stay up all night until the roosters crowed just talking, Scott and I. And, you know, he had a great love for you and a passion for people, and he suffered from depression. And I, you know, I couldn't figure it out. It's like, well, why don't you just snap out of it? But it's one of those things where you're not capable, right? Some people, it's physiological. It's, it's it's just some sort of biochemistry of the brain, and 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 it's it's awful to see because so many people have self medicated themselves right off off the planet. You bet. Which is a bummer. Yeah. Uh, where, do you have a favorite Beach Boys song? Well, you know, it's according to what mood you're in. I mean, I love Surfing USA. I love Fun, Fun, Fun. Um, but, but Good Vibrations has to be one of the more unique songs ever recorded, and being a, a you know a co-writer of that is, is an amazing thing. Yeah. And Kokomo is the most popular of them all. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Do you believe that? So, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and so the, Kokomo is in some new movie now, and it, it, as it was 32 years ago with with um, you know. The, um, cocktail. Well, good. It sounds like more mailbox money for Mike Love, huh? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would you Would you consider yourself a misunderstood character, misunderstood guy? Well, you know, there was a difference. Some of the people did and some of the people didn't do drugs in, in our band back in the day. And so it, it caused sort of a division and a schism of sorts. And so the people that were really cool thought that it was cool to do these things. And and some of us didn't go that route. So it, 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 came, it came with some, you know... You know, some 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 people had an attitude, put put out some inaccurate stuff and stuff. So right. Anyway, but that's years ago, and so the whole thing about the Beach Boys is ninety nine percent positive, I think, because of, of 
so much, so much great music loved by so many people in so many parts of the world. I'm going to go out on a limb here, and uh, I, I'm going to begin this by telling you that uh, that I, I think that our, I believe in my gut our president is doing great things for America. And a couple of years ago, you praised Donald Trump for his support of music historically. And you must have, uh, you know, being who you are and so on, did you get some backlash for that? Well, you know, if anybody says anything nice about anyone, somebody else is going to be say, yep. taking the opposite approach. That's just the way yep. the thing, the, the the news and everything is set up these days. And I think it's just disgusting. It because, is. You know, if somebody does something good out of good intentions and everything else, they should be, you know, supportive. No matter what, supportive. Mike, no matter what party, yeah. no matter left, right, it doesn't matter. Give them exactly. praise, right? And you and, were, and, and, yeah. And, and the president has been nothing but nice to us. You know, we performed at Mar-a-Lago to, to fundraisers and charity events and stuff like that, as well as some of his casinos before that. I think we played his 50th birthday party at a, one of his casinos in Atlantic City. So we've known him for a long time, and he was nice to everybody. I mean, he was he tried to get Whitney Houston on, on, on a better path and stuff. It didn't work, obviously, but... But he he tried, and yeah. he was good friends with so many people in the business, and and uh, so you know I don't go for the 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 president bashing stuff. I love that. Do you still meditate? Or are you still uh, into that? I do. Yeah, I do every day. Yeah, every day, twice a day. Probably something yeah. missing in my life, and I mean that because uh, I I think that it would do nothing but help. Now let's get to your song. This too shall pass. Uh, Obviously written to remind us, better days yet to come. And you got Stamos in there, and you got all the boys in the band. Yep. And this is real nice. All artists and label royalties from this too shall pass, which, by the way, you can find that where? Anywhere you find great songs, right? On the Internet and so on. Yeah, I mean, it, um, Amazon, iTunes, Spotify, if you buy it, all the the money from the label and the artist royalties are going to Feeding America's COVID response fund. And they, they are the people that supply all the food banks everywhere in the United States. They, they help to supply the food banks, which are under a lot of stress now because so many people are out of work yeah. and, and they need support with, and, and, you know, and in the all important food area. You know, God bless, God bless our first responders. Son of a bitch. That's right. Without them, we are screwed. Uh, you're doing a good and, thing. And you, you're doing a good... It's in the, in the song, too. I, you yep. know, yeah, I, I, I give a shout-out to all the people in the front lines, doctors and nurses working real hard, that kind of thing. Yeah, that is beautiful. A uh, An American treasure, my friends, in Mike Love of the Beach Boys in his new song, uh, This Too Shall Pass. Uh... You know, I would say that I've been a fan for years, but damn it, I don't know anyone that doesn't love the Beach Boys. I mean, who doesn't love the Beach Boys? If you if you don't love the Beach Boys, you're a commie. You're un-American. <laughs> you heard me. Yeah. You, Mike Love, you heard me. And, oh, that's funny. And I got no, right. yeah, I got no time for you if you don't like the Beach Boys. Are you still Southern California guy? Are you in the area? I actually live in Lake Tahoe. Oh, um, oh man. Yeah, it's beautiful. I'm looking out over the lake. Okay, listen. It's the forest, yeah. Northern but Nevada. I lived in, born and raised in, in Baldwin Hills, went yep. to Dorsey High School, one moved up after a while from 
to uh, Santa Barbara for for a quite a while and then moved up to Lake Tahoe. So Well, you are in God's country and you are in my favorite part of the country, northern Nevada. Every other week on my shows I talk about moving there, even Dayton, Nevada. I'm sort of a I'm a desert rat. And uh, uh-huh. my my hippie uncle lives out there on uh, three acres in a trailer and we have the greatest time looking for arrowheads out in the desert. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, it's a it's a nice area. It really is, it, it, especially Lake Tahoe. It's, a, it's priceless. You know, Mike Love is a priceless and awesome dude, and thank you for spending some time. I could do several hours with you, I promise. I know you don't have the time, but go out and uh, do what you have to do. Get on the uh, Internet and buy This Too Shall Pass. It goes to a great cause, and you're helping first responders, and you're helping... A man that needs no help in Mike Love, the Beach Boys. You have done my heart good, my good sir. I thank you so much. Well, thank you, Magic Matt, for having me on your program. It's generous in your praise, and, and uh, we much appreciate it. But this too shall pass is meant to help inspire others uh, to get through t- tough times. And if, if you're able to buy it, the proceeds will go to Feeding America, which is awesome. I love that. Uh, you're a gentleman, and uh, northern uh, Nevada is, uh, I, I want to get the hell out of SoCal. I need to get out of L.A., and and I've been saying this for, yeah, I, I love northern Nevada. I love it. Well, a lot of people are leaving California for various reasons. <laughs> yeah, 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 I think we know the reasons. We got a bunch of... Elon Musk. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got idiots that's uh, running this uh, friggin' state, but don't get me started. All right. Thank you for your anyway, time. Thank you. We'll talk to you later. All right. God bless Good you, time. buddy. Yeah, thank you. All right. Bye-bye.